Yes, we'd like you to be the voice too, actually, on 0800 150 811. 0800 150 811. That is our talkback uh, l- number, and we'd love you to come in on that. Our text uh, line, of course, on the temper bedpost machine is uh, double eight double three double eight double three. Topics today, the Ashes. What did you think uh, about day one? Um, do you feel as if uh, Brendan and Ben Stokes are under a hell of a lot of pressure? We're only a test match and a day into this Ashes series. We all knew it was going to be a defining one. Um, uh, how much pressure are they under now? Because uh, they looked decidedly limp and lacklustre. They were the two adjectives I got uh, from some of the British newspapers. Limp and lacklustre, uh, which is uh, not what you want to find about a bowling attack that wins the toss and bowls on a cloudy day on a green pitch. Uh, the other thing is the all-black jersey. What do you make of it? I'm not that fussed on it, to be perfectly honest. I think it's just another marketing ploy. I uh, Just get a black jersey, put some white numbers on it, and let's go for it, man. Let's go win the World Cup with that on. Uh, Dino from Dunedin, good morning to you. Well, I couldn't agree more, mate, about that rugby jersey. Like Straight away, I, I got on the old uh, Rebel Sports page just to see what they were charging for it, $209. And that French fella's taken three years to design it, so can you give me... Mark Robinson's number, and oh, I'll volunteer to design the next one for the twenty <laughs> when is it twenty twenty seven World Cup, and I reckon I'll take five minutes. I'll put Steinlager on the right tit, and I'll put Rothmans across the white collar. Just go back to the old days and try and win something under razor. It should be pretty easy. But upside down ferns, mate, is that just to symbolise Foster's tenure in charge? Or am I reading something into this or what? I don't <laughs> I get don't it. Look, I don't understand all the technical side behind it um, and the cultural side behind it. I know we're we're in a changing society, but at the end of the day, it's a black jersey with white numbers on it. um, And, you know, you can have the odd sponsor's logo. I suppose they pay pay for the rights to that, Dino. But I don't think it has to be as technical as that, does it, really? Upside down ferns, what's technical about that? They're saying that's generational stuff. I think I heard that goon say, like, really? I don't get it. I, if we're going to go back to generation, well, like I said, we had the old Steinlager. We went pretty good with that on the on the right tit. And how about we put back to the old Tour of South and Cycling days and put Rothmans across the collar? Like, all this PC stuff. No one's playing sport anymore. Like, I got online yesterday, some of these. Have a look at a price to go and watch Japan play, is it Costa Rica at Forsyth Bar? The ticket said they were ranged from 300 to 200 to 100. So I thought, I'll get two of the $100 ones. God knows where I'll be sitting to watch that. And when you got to pay for them, they jumped up to 167 each. Like, really? How many people are coming to this? Yeah, I just did it this morning. I was going to buy two. Thought I'd better go back to work. I ain't got time to talk to you. If I've got to pay that much for a football seat, bloody hell. Oh, mate, absolutely. I feel for you. And, and uh, this won't be the only story, Dino. Um, and I'm with, you on the, I'm with you on the jersey. I totally agree with you, mate. Thanks for your call uh, this morning. Uh, look, uh, if the prices are like that, I, I, my understanding was they were going to price the tickets down as low as 10 or $20. Uh, to make sure that families and uh, young people could get involved in this FIFA World Cup. I'd be amazed if uh, the, the the cheapest ticket you could get to a women's football match in this country was $167. I'd be staggered, Dino. All right, uh, let's head to John. G'day, John. John from Auckland. As, as always, great to hear from you, man. Yeah, cheers, cheers, mate. Um, my understanding is some of the tickets are 30 to $40 in Auckland. I'm not too yeah. sure how much they are around the country, so might be just differing stadiums. I'm not too sure, but 
You're totally right. It shouldn't be 180 bucks to go see a football match, mate. Definitely. No, it shouldn't be, Johnny. You know, it should not at all. Yeah, but quickly, yeah, I'm totally with you, mate, Smithy. Um, you know, it's it's black again, voila. But um, all these bloody high technical designings and whatnot, you know, um, you would know more than anyone. You you got to earn that jersey before you wear it, and it doesn't matter if it's got 25 silver ferns on it, but it's black, and it not only represents a. Uh, um, our country, but it represents who we come from in terms of, like you said, uh, farmers, uh, indigenous people, people from all over the world that encompass our great country. But, you know, there shouldn't be a big hoorah about a bloody jersey, mate. You just get it on, you get on the field, and yeah. you win a footy game. Absolutely. I, look, if, uh, I, I don't care what it looks like, mate, uh, in terms of um, uh, when I look at it from what are we doing through my television screen, it'll appear black. The little idiosyncrasies, the little symbols on it won't be visible to me. Um, I, I'm sorry. So I can only ever, uh, really think that, OK, it's a one-off for this World Cup, but it's uh, become a very much a collector's item. Someone's just come through and said 209 bucks. 209 bucks already. Um, uh, Oh, and that isn't the World Cup jersey, said Steve. So anyway, uh, John, did you watch any of, any of the cricket, man? Yeah, I did, man. I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, those protests are getting a bit annoying, mate, but, you know, it's the way of the world these days. But I, I really enjoyed how Australia controlled that game. And I knew they were going to control that game, and you talked about it. I mean, where was England's spinner when they needed them? Yeah, there was a green top there, but you've been to Lords before, and spinners play a mm. massive role at Lords, especially on that slope there. Absolutely and, um, right, just, John. Good, yeah. Could, good observation. I just can't fathom. I just can't fathom why England wouldn't do that, and I really think that they're in trouble here, mate. Well, they're in trouble already, John. Uh, thanks very much for your call because they're one 0 down in the series, and they have to beat uh, Australia in the series. Uh, they can't afford to lose this one. They'd have to win the last three in a row. They won't do that. I promise you, they will not do that. Uh, Kevin, g'day, Kev. How are you? What were your thoughts on today one? Yeah, morning, morning, Smithy. How are you, buddy? Um, yeah, yeah I just wanted, you. you know, yeah, they won the toss and they they, they chose to field and okay, green top, a bit of a cloudy day, but you've got to back yourself in the first hour and two hours, and, and it's backfired badly. And I think your imaginary five hundred's going to, it's looking pretty good. Um, you've got an opening bowler like Anderson. He, he's bowled fifteen overs, and, he, and he's, he's, he, his economy is very good at one point nine three. He's got no wickets again. And you need your opening bowl to be getting wickets. Um, and I think the worrying thing too is that they've given away the um, they've given away the batting. They've got to face Lyon on the last day now. The, you know, the last day and a half, and that's not going to be good. That is not going to be a good read, Smithy. Well, look, I I, I totally agree. I mean, uh, you know, they they're going to be already. You can see it unless they get uh, five for not many, and I say five for forty or fifty. Um, you know, which is possible. They've got a brand new ball. They've got fresh legs, supposedly, going into a second day, Kevin. There's a chance that they could knock uh, Australia over for um, under 400. If they do that, that is a morale-boosting uh, morning at, at the office. But if they don't, and Steve Smith will be very, very hard to dislodge, if they do not do that, uh, they're looking at 500. And uh, to score enough runs to bowl England, uh, Australia out again and then get them yourself will be nigh on impossible. I also understand uh, there's a bit of wet weather around, Kevin, as well. So not a lot in England's favour at the moment, mate. 
Yeah, the other thing too, Smithy, they've scored 339 runs and only 83 overs, and you've got a guy like Travis Head, he got stumped, but he better well. He scored 77 runs off 73 balls and scored 14 fours. Mm. That, that, is, that, is, that is good batting, but it's not also not good bowling. Not good bowling at all. Not. I, I just could not work out the, the the field placings. I couldn't work out why they continually pounded him uh, with short deliveries. Um, he comes from Australia. He plays it uh, as a lot of his cricket at the Adelaide Oval. They are traditionally yeah. very good players of square of the wicket shots because that's where the boundaries are short. They grow. They they really um, they, they grow up learning how to play short pitch bowling in Australia. I don't mind it as an element of surprise, as Simon Hughes said. Every now and then. Uh, get them to drive down the ground off a moving ball. Try that. Um, and fourteen fours. If you analyse the fourteen fours, you know pretty much where they came from, Kevin. Yes, yeah, only seventy-seven runs and 14, 14 fours is not a good look for a bowler. It is not a good look. And the other no. thing too, the um, as we spoke about yesterday, Smithy, the one-two-three batsmen for England. I think they're going to be in a bit of trouble there because Stark and, and you've got Hazelwood and you've got Cummings. My God, these three for a start, let alone Lyon. I, it's not a good read. It just does not read well for them to um, win this Test series, and I think Australia's hot favourites now. That's my opinion. Yeah, Kev, uh, thanks very much. I think your analysis is spot on, as uh, it pretty much always is. And um, you know they've got Cameron Green, big lanky seam bowler, hasn't quite hit the ground running with the bat yet, and got out very softly last night. I noticed, but Cameron Green will be a factor in this, and uh, that's one of the reasons they've got him in there at number six. Cliff from uh, Dunedin, g'day, Cliff. Yeah, morning, Smitty. You've had some good uh, good callers on this morning. Uh, yeah, no, like I talked to yesterday, all these seamers, you know, Ben Stokes from the team is a bit of a luxury player now. I know he's a captain, but he's only going to bowl three overs and go for quite a few, bowl a lot of no balls, just look decidedly average. He, you're just carrying him. If he's not going to bat, he needs to make a lot of runs. <laughs> A lot of runs in this game to uh, to do something in it, and uh, I just don't see it happening. Uh, Robinson looked looked awful with Anderson. Broad Broad and the new fella Tongue had a bit of life. They you know Tongue was was decidedly quicker than the others, uh, but uh, yeah, if they lose this game, they they have to get rid of uh, Anderson and Robinson out of this team and play a spinner. Bring in bring in Wood, more pace. But uh, at the moment, I just don't see Australia letting them in. They're not going to go out there and be silly and play crazy shots and um, and let them back in. They can bat to 500 or thereabouts. Game's pretty much won. I don't like the guy said before. Top three are going to be under a lot of pressure. Uh, Joe Root's going to have to go out there and make 100. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, Baz is looking. Uh, I just see a bit of a picture on him, the tally at the moment. Uh, it's sort of coming unstuck. You can't you can't go out there and tack as a batting unit if your bowlers don't don't do the business at the start for you. Well, you're right. You're dead right about. Uh, I think Hazelwood's due to come good. I mean, he hasn't played a lot of Test cricket, but Josh Hazelwood is a terrific line and length bowler. And uh, on this particular surface, I saw enough variable bounce there. Gee, the number of deliveries that bounced twice before they got to Johnny Bairstow, who I thought kept pretty well yesterday. To be perfectly honest, it wasn't that easy. Uh, I think he did a pretty good job after all the slating he copped in the first Test match. Uh, but he was better. Uh, but the work that he had to do tidying up low deliveries, uh, even in the second over, I think, the, the first one that Broad was bowling. 
ball went basically along the ground. That is a concerning thing when the opposition have 335 for 330 whatever on the board for five wickets uh, because it, generally speaking the bounce gets even more variable as the game goes on. So a lot of things for Brendan McCullum to be worried about. I totally agree with you Cliff and I, I saw a few frowns there last night. Um, I, I know they're there to have fun and keep positive and whatever. Uh, but there is a demand on this side and this series more so than there has any other series. While I've been playing this brilliant brand of cricket, uh, this Australian side were always going to test that to the absolute limit. And boy, are they doing that at the moment. It is 9.45. Thank you so much for all your calls.